Welcome to the Beth Leonard Moss Podcast. My name is Harold Nichol. The end of the year holidays are upon us. Those annual celebrations bring a lot of challenges for those of us who are aware of the effects, good or bad, that food will have on us. On one hand, it's fun to celebrate with traditional meals and family favorites. And on the other hand, we don't want to surrender our often hard-won victories over our waistlines and slide backwards into a gravy-soaked coma. So this week, Beth will make us aware of trends in healthier fare for the end of 2023 and give us some specific ideas with some recipes. Now, Beth, here's my first question. Is there some middle ground to eat and celebrate that are fun and reasonably healthy? Oh, my God, there's so many ways that you could do that. Um, You know, there's just so many different people think that you have to like, if you eat healthy, it's not going to taste good. Um, Or if you eat healthy, it's going to be too expensive. And it's not we can make healthy foods taste really good. And you could keep the expenses lower. And in the end, it's going to make sure that you are staying on track or maybe even starting on the right track um, of making some wiser choices um, while you are celebrating with your family and friends. Right. Right. Now, um, I'm glad to hear that. First of all, that's a kind of a relief. Um, but what are some of the latest trends in, in healthier holiday food? things that that you know that that we ought to know about. All right. So, well, let's start with um, one. I don't even know if I want to call it a trend, but I will call it a fact that like what we want to do is to eat right now. We we try not to have anything processed. We're always Mm -hmm. like, you know, like clean eating. Um, Clean eating is literally the best way to go. And you could should continue it with your Thanksgiving and holiday meals. Um, and when we say unprocessed, we don't want anything, you know, that is already pre-cooked, pre-done for you kind of thing. Not saying that you can't buy anything that's pre-done, but like when if you have um, buy meat, just say, and it tells you it's good in for like the next three months, mm-hmm. that's processed. You know what okay. I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have some additives into it and stuff like that. So what I would suggest that you do is that you, you know, make some of these these things on your own. Some things are like really easy to make, like cranberry sauce. Like mm-hmm. you, you can make that on your own. All your vegetables, um, all your, and obviously when you make a turkey, you're going to make a fresh turkey. So right there, that is, you know, clean eating right there. You've got a fresh turkey. Um, try not to eat the skin though, because that's no. all the fat is laying well, that's in. The, that's the best part. <laughs> Try have just a little bit. Try mm. to eat a little bit less than you normally do. Um, okay. And have some, roast your vegetables. Uh, and, you know, you can use spray on them and you can use seasonings on them. They don't have to be like, like sitting there and like all in tons of oils and stuff. Mm. You could just roast them and um, just make sure they're seasoned. Make sure that everything tastes good. That is the bottom line, that you make everything taste good, even though it's going to be on the healthier side. By eating, you know, clean eating, like fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, mm-hmm. They just, you know, and your turkey is fresh. So there you go. Like right then and there, we just, I just gave you like a whole meal, right? Yeah. You can have your turkey, you can have a salad, you can have asparagus or beans, and you can have roasted vegetables. 
Um, you know, you can even have a sweet potato. Mm. So you have all these amazing things. And like right there, it's all clean. Yeah, those are those are definitely good ideas. And um, I don't know how to make cranberry sauce, but you said it's easy. So um, oh, it I is very you. easy. It is very easy. Now, um, I read a lot, you know, getting ready to talk to you. And one of the things I see a good bit is um, gut health. Our gut health is a hot topic. Tell us about um, how we can attend to our guts and um, (laughs) still be healthy. So a lot of times when we talk about like your gut health, I think you hear a lot of stuff about probiotics. Right. Um, And your probiotics are found in like yogurt. Um, So you can possibly, if you want to, you can make a yogurt type of dish and when I say yogurt, I'm going to say go towards more of the Greek yogurt and the Greek plain yogurt. So it doesn't have all the extra sugars and stuff in it, but it still has a lot of healthy um, probiotics in it. Um, and it's going to help keep your belly feeling much better. Um, the other thing that a lot of times people are, are also talking about are fermented foods. So um, you could use sauerkraut and pickles. Like mm-hmm. who doesn't like a, an extra pickle, right? <laughs> I love pickles. Seriously. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So just be like, uh, you can make a, be a little more conscious on some of that where you're, when you're making a recipe, um, if you could definitely add um, some Greek yogurt to it and make it like a, something creamy. Um, you could also maybe add some of that, use your Greek yogurt into a dessert kind of um, ideas as well. And if you add fresh fruit to it, it will sweeten it up for you. So you don't feel like you needed the extra sugars in it. Yeah, that that's a good word. And I know um, this comes up around, around our house a lot, portion control. Try not to, uh, you know, load up two plates. Is that kind of what it's about? So go ahead, load up two plates. Mm-hmm. One plate could be like all veggies and salads and Right. You have your salad plate. You have your other plate. So go for it. And you can eat as many vegetables as long as they're like not soaked in like oils and stuff mm-hmm. and fried. But like, you know, yes, portion control is actually the key. So basically, I don't want anyone to feel like they're depriving themselves of anything. So mm-hmm. take a bite of something if you feel like you really, you know, feel like you're going to miss out. Because what some people do is they'll eat like extra extra of something else because they're trying to avoid what they really want Mm -hmm. so if you would have just had one bite then maybe you wouldn't have had as much of something else that wasn't even like as healthy either right so if you're trying to like not have uh, you know something that's on that table that you're like oh my god i really want this you know have the bite it's better than eating like an extra plate full or extra bowl full of something else that you were just avoiding and you would have you could be saving the calories by just having a bite of something that you really want but portion control is a barely really a big thing a lot of times i tell people actually to use the salad plate as mm-hmm. their plate so that um they're not overeating um and if you're still hungry after you feel have that then i would definitely go for like the vegetables the salads things like that um i know we've spoken about this in the past but like before you sit down for your thanksgiving meal or any of the holidays that are coming up you should definitely like drink a glass of water beforehand so that you could really make sure that you're eating because you are hungry and not because you're thirsty, or it also helps to fill you up a little bit so that you don't overeat. So while you're eating, always make sure you have a glass of water with you or two or three and drink your water while you're eating as well. So you don't tend to overeat as much. And remember, 
you can always have some of this like the next day, right? You don't have to eat all of it at one time. Remember That's the so portion true. control, right? Right. That, you know, leftovers, as far as I'm concerned, are generally the best part of Thanksgiving. So yeah, eat it the next day. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, you know, just don't overdo it, but don't also deprive yourself of anything. I think that's like also really key to understand because when you deprive yourself of it, then you're going to overindulge at some point too. Right. I, I totally agree with that approach. And it's, I think part of just kind of being, what do they say? Or what have I learned from you to be mindful of what you eat? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I have a friend who says that sugar is poison. And I don't know if I'm willing to go that far, but alternatives to sugar. What what can you tell us about that? So there are, you know, it's kind of like in some sense, well, people will say sugar, sugar, right? Um, doesn't matter what form it comes in, but there are better ways to take it in. There's sometimes you can, like if you use stevia, stevia mm-hmm. is a natural leaf. It's the sweet leaf. Um, stevia won't add any extra calories to it. Um, and you got to make, you know, so stevia is a great option. Stevia comes in a packet or like in a powder or in a drops. So you can cook with it as well. So stevia is like a really, really good option because it really doesn't add anything to it. It's also not a chemical. So when you have some of the other chemical like splendas and stuff like that, those are chemicals and they actually trick your body. And your body actually thinks you're having sugar, where stevia, it doesn't. It's just sweet. So mm-hmm. it, there's a big difference between the two. Um, and it's not artificial. It is a natural leaf. So stevia is great. You know, um, interesting because I never knew that, um, like, your, your I don't know, your sugar receptors in your brain um, encounter an artificial sweetener and they think it's sugar. Is that pretty much what it amounts to? So like a lot of times, like, well, it, it makes you feel like sometimes it makes the body feel like it's like having sugar, so it craves more sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, it okay. gets into like a really like bad um, like habit going on right there because you are you're you, you're replacing it with something artificial. And that artificial makes your body think that it's actually having sugar. So, again, it, it what is what it might not be doing is for diabetics, it might not be raising your blood sugar levels as high as regular sugar, but what it does is it tricks your brain Mm -hmm. into thinking that you're actually eating sugar. And to be honest with you, sugar craves sugar. So the more you have of that, the more you're going to want to eat and overeat and then crave the sweetness. I think that pretty well sums it up as far as I'm concerned. Um, Because if I eat you know, a tub of ice cream, I'm going to want another tub of ice cream. And so uh, I think that's a good word. And you said sugar wants sugar. Is that what you said? Yeah, sugar, sugar craves sugar. Oh, man. If I uh, don't remember anything from today, I'm going to remember that. <laughs> Let's talk um, about, I'm sorry, there, go ahead. Well, there's other, there's other uh, things that you could also use, to be honest with you. You can have honey, you can have um, maple syrup. You know, some of these, yes, they are sugar, but they're also natural sugars. So honey is natural. You have the maple syrup that's natural. You you can use monk fruit as well. So these are all sugar, you know, all the alternatives that you could use um, as well when you're cooking mm-hmm. or when you're eating things, on, you know, as adding things to it as well. So I like the idea of honey and, and syrup, but, but especially honey. I've got a I've got a real weak spot when it comes to 
to honey. Let's talk about styles of cooking or ways to cook differently that will be be good for us. What can you tell us about a better way to cook our food? I live in on the East Coast, so by the time it's Thanksgiving, it's a little chillier outside, and we might not be using our barbecue as much. But if you're in a warmer area, by all means, barbecuing is amazing because you don't have to like add anything to it. So barbecue is great. Mm-hmm. But you know, for most of the dishes that we're talking about for Thanksgiving and our other holidays, you could definitely roast them. Um, you can bake it. You could use your air fryer. You know, steaming is also amazing. I lo- I personally love steamed vegetables. Um, and you could have like fish and stuff like that as well. Um, but using your air fryer, the other thing that you could do too is um, instead of adding oil to all of your foods, as like to make sure it like doesn't stick, and then you really want to add a little extra oil, you could always use chicken broth or vegetable broth um, as a substitute of oil as well, and that is a much healthier version. Plus, it also gives a little flavor. Such a good idea. Um, and you know, I, I don't live on the East coast. I live in, uh, Southeast Texas and we, we can use our smokers and barbecues and outdoor kitchens just about year round. I mean, I'll probably end up mowing my grass on Thanksgiving day, the way the climate is here. But I hear what you're saying about people who live in Northern climes or places where it's just colder, that indoor air fryer is probably at least one really good alternative to regular deep frying, right? Oh my God. Air fryers are fantastic. Oh my God. I use mine almost every single day between fish and chicken and vegetables and even sweet potatoes, like all of it. We use it all the time. It is like literally the best. So, you know, no extra oils in it, no extra fats have to be added, just seasoned. It's great. Yeah, we've got one. I just haven't figured out how to use it yet, but that's on me. So um, the rest of you who are who have yours up and working, hooray, good for you. And if you want to send Beth a note and help me out, I won't mind. Now, <laughs> with the time we've got left today, let's discuss superfood. First, tell me what superfoods are. And if you have specific examples, that would also be nice. Well, super. A lot of times, you know, you superfoods that you want to add in to your meals are like quinoa and kale, avocado. These are and berries. These are like foods that are like have like a lot in it. Like quinoa has, um, has proteins in it, right? Mm-hmm. Quinoa has proteins. Kale is giving you, you know, all the extra greens, right? And then mm-hmm. you have your avocado, which is the healthiest fat you can ever have um and it's actually a fruit but it's a fat at the same time right um and then you have berries you know berries are amazing um to add into desserts or even add into some of your meals like i um i use them you know all the time like i'll i even add like cranberries into my salad Mm -hmm. right um so you want to add in all of like, you know, all the things that I just discussed um, so that uh, you can get the benefits of having superfoods um, to help boost your healthy diet. Right. Um, you know, because you have your berries that the high in fiber, right? You have mm-hmm. your fresh fish, which is a good source of protein. It also gives you your omegas, your green leafy vegetables, right? You are, and you can have nuts and 
all of this. You want definitely want to add all these things in because they are like the most beneficial food. So it's like a big bang for your buck kind of thing, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I uh, I add blueberries to salad from time to time, and um, avocado too. And um, you had mentioned that avocado yeah, well, like, is also a fat. Yeah, blueberries. They're antioxidants. So yeah, like some of these fruits and vegetables that we're talking about, like they all have these great nutrients for you that are going to, you know, help keep you super healthy, staying on track um, and getting. So when you're eating, you're getting extra benefits than just getting taking in the calories and making it taste good. They have benefits um, for your health as well. So today, Beth has shared with us what some of the trends are and given us a lot of very specific ideas about what and how to prepare this um, much healthier, yet no less savory and satisfying Thanksgiving meal. And Beth also has recipes that we're going to post to the website and to her social media sites. And those are, because I've seen them, they're simple and healthy and pretty darn tasty. So please look for that. And while you're at it, get Beth's book, Think Healthy, Be Healthy. You can order it from her website, from just about any place you can buy books, whether it's online or in a brick and mortar store. I don't know why that was hard to say. Brick and mortar store. Yes, there we go. <laughs> That's it for this week's edition of the Beth Linder Moss podcast. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about Beth and please come back next time for another edition of the Beth Linder Moss podcast.